the Triple M Grill team. Uh, Russell Crowe has mm. been pretty much everywhere on Sydney Radio, but not here, MG. And you're going to tell us why? Well, it's because of me. Um, Russell Crowe won't come on our show because of, because of me, and I, to be honest, I don't give a stuff. Well, let's go back here. I mean, <laughs> Noah's out at the cinemas at the moment, and we were super keen to interview uh, Russell, no doubt about that. Mm. Uh, we put in a, cre- uh, a request for Russell. Uh, film company Paramount have been... Have been terrific in dealing with us, but uh, the final sign interviews is up to up to Russell. Which, to be honest, we thought suited us because when we when we heard that, we thought we'd be almost first in. I mean, he owns South Sydney. Uh, mate, we're, we're, we're fan, obviously you know fans of rugby league. Give rugby league a big go here. We give South a big go here. Uh, but we were shocked when he basically popped up on every show in town. Yeah, Russell Crowe has called in. Good morning, guys. How you doing? I'm in London, actually. Russell Crowe, welcome to the Fitzy and Whipper show. Good morning, Fitzy and Whipper. Russell Crowe, how are you? Cool, how you doing? So he hasn't done the interview, but he's he's never appeared on the Grill Team, MG. And what, why why will he not appear because of you? Well, it goes back uh, to 2005 um, when I got a call from our good mate Spud Carroll. He said, mate, um, Russell wants to put on a sevens uh, tournament up at his farm at Nana Glen. Up at uh, near Coffs Harbour, and uh, he wants you and me and a few others, Gordy Tallis and uh, Darren Brown, Cliffy Lyons, all ex players, to be part of a Barbarians team to mm. take on all the you know the current teams. And I said, oh yeah, play sevens, you know, let's let's do it. So we uh, flew up on the Friday and went up to uh, Russell Crowe's house. He was the perfect host. Took us out to his house, um, played a bit of tennis, had a swim, had drinks that night. Played the next day, all good. Um. Then went back to his house again on the Saturday night. Again, we sh- he sh- took us down to the temple when where he got married. Uh, sh- it was all you know beautiful. It was just, and as I say, it was a perfect toast. Uh, Sunday came. We we played our first game, the Barbarians, after playing two ga- you know the day before, and we played our first game. The first tackle of the first game, I ran the ball up. I got tackled around the legs. Um, another bloke come on another angle, and in short, I broke my leg in two places. Yeah, it was, it's called a spiral fracture of the tibial and fibula. So when when you were looking. Looking at your leg, it was how like, did it appear? My right leg, which was the injury, my foot was against the grass. So oh. basically, yeah, oh, it's one of those spiral fracture where your leg S- basically in three or four different directions, like an S bend. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, I've, I've never, I don't really remember the incident because I was in that much pain, and because we were inland a lot, like a long way inland, but forty minutes inland, it took ambulances that long to get to me. So, so for, for 40, 40 minutes, 40 minutes here, laying yeah. there would no, not be medicated at all. I was oh. on, uh, I was sculling beer to get rid of the, I didn't, oh. I don't remember this. I don't remember any of this. So you've gone into shock. I, I have to, it was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. And uh, this was at what, I was 36 or something at the time. Mm. Um, and then the So ambos, they didn't have any medical no, sort of none attention of the, there? No, none, none, none of the ground. They had okay. the, um, you know, the couple of, you know, the, Usually sit there on the sideline and just so help John's with, ambulance people help with abrasions, yeah. but not this type of injury. And so the ambulance got there and said, "Mate, uh, what have you had?" And I don't remember saying, but I said nothing. And he said, "What?" I've been <laughs> disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, "Mate, you know, I'll take take this, and uh, you'll wake up in two days and you'll be all fixed." So true to his word, I did. I woke up two days later. Um, what's transpired in the in the two days that I was under and asleep with the leg break was that uh, Russell had visited Megan to flown up from Penrith um, on the first flight available to Cosar, which I didn't know about. Um, and she, while she was in hospital, both uh, Russell and Spud had come in. And, you know, said everything's going to be sweet. Um, you know, mm. we'll, we'll sort everything out. At the time I was working with another radio station, Two uh, SM, and I was working for Disabled Sports, so I wasn't on good coin. So let, let, let's. When you're talking, how much? How much? Like, how much you on MG back? At, I would back have been. Then. I would have been probably on total forty five grand. 
back then. Okay. Um, I, I was the father. Of, I was the father of four young kids at the time, and um, when when I was worried because I wasn't in a health fund back then either. So obviously so I was out of work. Of, you're in a lot of trouble. And I was going to, and so three months had passed, and um, I the bills started coming in. So I, was, I rang up Spud and I said, "Mate, the the bills have started. Um, do I how do I get hold of Russell to send them to him? Because he told Meigs that everything's going to be sweet. Because we were supposed to sign a paper that gave us insurance, but we didn't sign this paper because mm-hmm. apparently Russell had given it to Spud and Spud didn't give it to us. You know, but I, I, I don't know what part of that was true or not. So Spud and me uh, had a little bit of a falling out over it because I was, you know, I, all of a sudden, how much were these bills? Just under twenty grand. It all, Jesus, it all come to. That's right. what, that's what. Getting a, a, an aeroplane back from Coffs Harbour to to Penrith, and I was in the Penn Hospital for a week. I was in hospital up in Coffs Harbour for three weeks, and you know what, Gus Bud, it wasn't the money. It really wasn't. It was the fact that he went in and said to Meigs, "We'll look after you. That's okay." And the fact that he tried to brush me and put a, a chasm or something between me and Mark Carroll, drive, my boy, drive, a wedge, drive between. a wedge between me and Spud, who was my lifelong friend. We played against each other in under tens, and yeah, and that was the thing that got me most. Um, in, so did in, you try to contact Russell? I tried everything. I tried everything, and I was working with Graham Hughes at the time at Two uh, SM, and he was work. He was a big um, mover and shaker with the men of league, and he said, "Mate, I'll set up a mo- I'll set up a meeting with uh, Ron Coot, and we can." Ser- I said, "I don't want men of league involved." They're supposed to help people after they finish their careers, not just like me. I've, I don't, I don't think. Anyway, they gave me a check for three and a half, four grand or something. Men of league. Well, I said, yeah. th- and I said thanks because it, well, that it, helped it, a little bit. Well, it did at the time. It, it, it helped a lot. Um, it's a big shortfall there. But it, I haven't seen. I didn't hadn't seen Russell Crowe or spoken to Russell Crowe until last year when we done our uh, million dollar kick at um, the SFS. Yeah, and I was walking up the back stairs and. Uh, him and uh, James Packer were walking down, and I had one of them out of body moments. So I just wanted to throttle him. Well, tell us, MJ. Tell us. Yeah, I did. I wanted to f- just. I wanted to do something to him, but I just <laughs> wanted. To, I, I at that moment, because so I thought you bastard. All it would have taken you, you would have what you had in the ashtray would have been able to pay. And I'm not here crying foul. I'm, I, we're all, you're asking me about why he won't come on our show. This is yeah. why he won't come on our show because of me. And I did, did he talk to you, Russell? Then no, he didn't talk to me at all. Well, his, his net worth is 75 million. He earns between seven and 10 millions a movie. I would say that's on the. Mate, I don't care about be that. South I, I don't, of where, where but he's I don't care doing. about that. It's the, it's the bloke who got me, who I did a favour for, and every other bloke did a favour for, and flew up to Coffs Harbour to play in this sevens aside side team or competition that he put on. And the fact that as soon as I got out of hospital, as soon as I got home and the bills did start coming in, they, he just brushed me. And I'm, I'm bitter to that day about it. Oh, so everyone, anyone would and that's be. And that's the true story. Um, <clears throat> if that out-of-body body experience you had, where you launched in, do you reckon you would have got him? Oh. It's the gladiator. It would have been, been, been close. I reckon I would have. Just <laughs> Well, it's not a movie. It's real life. He'll get his head taken off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no gladiator here, mate. mate. No director cut. You know what? I um, I was willing if he come on the radio. I would have wouldn't even went there. I would have been willing to say, mate. You know, I, I'm I can look the other way. I've I've, tra- I've transformed my life around a lot since 2005 in in a positive way. Yes. Got now, you know, this job in particular has helped me do that. But the fact that I'll never forgive or forget what he did to me for that three months was the lowest part of my life, and I had I had a bit of depression and everything. It was just. It all kicked in at once, and I just—I was laying there on the lounge, couldn't do anything. The Triple M Grill Team.